0: As members of the spiritual community, I know that you guys can use your strengths and wisdom to lead by example, to do the inner work that allows us to challenge our biases and beliefs, and to create a world that promotes inclusion, equality, and love for every single being. welcome to the spiritual savage podcast i'm your host kira dickinson and my mission is to help you own your unique spiritual path and live as your most authentic badass self in this podcast we'll be exploring unconventional spiritual principles and self-development tips designed specifically for the modern day millennial thank you so much for tuning in today and i'm so excited for our journey together all right spiritual savages let's get started Hello spiritual savages! How are you guys all doing this week? So this week I have another more serious episode for you all on how the spiritual community can better support the Black Lives Matter movement. So if you guys are sick and tired of hearing about Black Lives Matter and the relevant content, then I have to say, get out of this podcast, okay? Go somewhere else. If you don't want to hear it, then you don't deserve to listen to my other podcast. So bye! Because I know that the real spiritual savages out there truly care about this topic and want to make the world a better place for every single being. Okay? So without further ado, I wanted to do today's episode on how the spiritual community can better support Black Lives Matter. And it's not because I think you guys are ignoring what's going on and not confronting these issues, but it's because sometimes we can get lost in like a series of information overload, opportunity fatigue, and sometimes we can easily feel like we're being pushed and pulled into all these different directions and we don't know what action will be the most meaningful for us to take. But at the end of the day, I know you guys want to help. I know you guys want to use your voices for good and be leaders in your communities, but sometimes we just don't know what that looks like. Okay, so disclaimer before I get started. This can be a super controversial subject, and you might think that some of the things that I'm gonna say sound ignorant, and that is because yes, I am ignorant, okay? I'm still ignorant to so many facts that I have yet to come into contact with. I'm ignorant to so many people's experiences who I haven't met yet and ignorant to so many beliefs that I have not had exposure to yet, okay? So I will be the first one to admit it. I don't know everything and I'm not going to pretend to know everything. Like do you know everything? Probably not. Okay, so that's why I think the first step to supporting Black Lives Matter is to accept that there's a lot that we don't know. And there's a lot for us to both unlearn and to learn. There are always more ways that we can get more informed and expand our consciousness, so, if you feel like you need to know everything about the history of racism, the history of the United States, how institutionalized racism works in order to start supporting the movement, then I need you guys to get rid of that belief right now and start wherever you are. Okay? Because no one is expecting you to go from, you know, slightly unaware to full on activist or like, policymaker or lobbyer so don't place those expectations on yourself because if you do you will just feel so far away from it all and feel very powerless right now and that is not how i want you guys to feel i want you guys to feel empowered and inspired and motivated and know that you can use your voice for positive change So all you guys need to do right now is be open-minded, be willing to listen, be willing to challenge your own assumptions and beliefs, hold space for the discomfort that's gonna arise, and be able and willing to have those difficult conversations. Because being anti-racist is a marathon. It is not a sprint. This is like this really cool quote I saw on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, so relevant. And I invite you all today to begin that marathon, to build momentum, and to keep taking steps forward to support equality and inclusion for the Black community. So when it comes to the spiritual community supporting Black Lives Matter, I kind of think of it in two separate parts. So the first one are those actions that we can take immediately, and then the second one is more so long-term actions. So immediate actions are probably what you're seeing online and social media right now, such as joining your local protests or gatherings, donating to organizations, purchasing from Black-owned businesses, signing petitions, contacting government officials, consuming and sharing media to better educate yourself and others on racism, oppression, white privilege policies, etc. And um side note, speaking of media, I'm really curious because I've been hearing some really great things about the movie 13th. I think it's currently on Netflix. Um, but if you guys have seen it, let me know what you think and if there are any changes and perspectives that came out of it. But anyways So these things are a few examples of what might be your entryway into supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. These things are relatively low effort, yet pretty impactful, depending on how you go about it. So there are things that you can do right now. But what I really want to focus on for this episode is something that not so many of us are talking about. It's not all over social media. It's not currently trending on Twitter. And that's because these are more long-term efforts, which involves challenging our biases and assumptions. It involves having the hard conversations, getting clear on your values, what you stand for, why this is important to you, and being fully willing to own it and be a leader in this space. Because at the end of the day, it's easy to sign a petition from the comfort of your own home with just the click of a button, but it's much harder to decide how to handle racism when you're observing it in the real world where the boundaries are a little bit gray and it's not just so black and white. Like, will you get angry and call it out? Will you be scared to say anything and let it slide? Will you justify it? Or will you try and meet them where they're at, try and understand why they're reacting the way that they are and be willing to create a safe space to explore their beliefs and invite them into a new perspective? And of course, with the knowledge that It won't always work and not everyone is going to want to have a sit down conversation with you or be civil or even see you as a human, especially if some of their core values and beliefs are being threatened. And there will also be times where you don't even want to listen to anyone either. And all you'll want to do is rage and be like, why is this person so stupid and just walk away from it? Like there will be times where tensions might arise with your family or your friends because of these different values, different political beliefs, whatever. It is. So, I'm not trying to tell you guys to be heavenly saints all the time and go evangelize and educate everyone as much as possible. But I'm trying to say that as members of the spiritual community, I know that you guys can use your strengths and wisdom to lead by example, to do the inner work that allows us to challenge our biases and beliefs, and to create a world that promotes inclusion, equality, and love for every single being. So now I'm going to transition into talking about five ways the spiritual community can support the Black Lives Matter movement. Number one. So this one, in my opinion, is huge. And it's one that I see happening a lot more frequently right now. And it is to not spiritually bypass, okay? Don't spiritually bypass. And you guys might have heard of this, but for those who haven't, spiritually bypassing is when we use spiritual principles to avoid or repress our own or other people's Challenges or issues and circumstances. So, for instance, imagine if you had a super bad day. You might have faced some sort of harassment or like verbal abuse from a coworker and you wanted to bring it up with management, but they totally dismissed your case and now you're afraid of being fired for speaking up. So, all you want to do is go vent to a trusted friend about it and only for them to come back and tell you something like, Kira, you just have to be positive. Remember that everything happens for a reason. You can't be in this negative energy or you'll just manifest being fired and other negative things. So if someone told you that, how would that make you feel? Like, I guarantee you would be pissed. So maybe something similar has happened to you or maybe you were on the other side where you might have given this type of response and as someone who has been on both sides, I know how it feels to be the receiver of spiritual bypassing and to feel like you're not being seen or heard and I know how it feels like to be the giver of a spiritual bypassing message or experience and in that moment how just unaware you can be, how you can totally think you're helping your friend because you care so much and all you want is to see them happy and succeed, but you totally end up dismissing their experience. Okay, So recently I have been seeing people hide under the veil of spirituality and use spirituality as a concept to justify their beliefs and actions or should I say, justify their oppressive beliefs and lack of action. So I'm not sure if you guys saw the news like maybe three weeks ago or so, but there was an instance where the x universe of Malaysia, her name is Samantha Katie James, she posted a series of really, really controversial and in my mind, pretty offensive and like racist remarks, including comments such as, and I quote verbatim, to the black people relax take it as a challenge makes you stronger and she said quote you chose to be born as a colored person in america for a reason to learn a lesson and i'm over here wondering like okay is that lesson that you're not safe anywhere including in your own home when you're sleeping and then she follows up by saying quote it is what it is so you guys I will fully own up to the fact that i have used some of these same phrases in just the course of my life such as we choose our journeys things happen for a reason and things like that but what i will say is that there is always a time and a place for everything there's always a time where this is relevant and there is a time where it is not okay so this is not the time for some fluffy spiritual bullshit and I'm not saying that it's spirituality that's bad. I mean, come on, guys. I literally talk about it right now. Like, this is the Spiritual Savage podcast. But as a person in the spiritual community, Our spirituality should never be used as a weapon against anyone. It should never be used to justify our, quote, rightness and demonstrate someone else's wrongness. It should never be used to drown out the voices of the oppressed, the injustices of this world, the pain and the suffering that people have had to endure for centuries." So in order to prevent spiritually bypassing, we need to first be aware of it, and then we need to make space for whatever comes up. Like we can allow ourselves to acknowledge the challenges of others instead of diminish them. We can allow ourselves to be uncomfortable and to dive into those emotions rather than be afraid of them. Because at the end of the day, you guys don't want to be a Samantha Katie James. Like do not be a Samantha, okay? So number two, the second way that we, as part of the spiritual community, can support Black Lives Matter is to actively challenge our own beliefs and assumptions and empower others to do the same. So let me just say that I know you guys don't intentionally try and hurt people, but there are things that we believe as a result of our upbringing and our environment. So there are implicit beliefs that kind of hide in our subconscious minds that we aren't even aware of. And what's wild about implicit biases is that we cannot access them through reflection and introspection. They are activated involuntarily and without an individual's awareness or intentional control. So if you guys have a background in psychology, you know what I'm talking about. But for those who don't, you know, this is a great opportunity to look at the phrase implicit biases or implicit racism, and you guys will find a bunch of past research and studies there. What I'm trying to get at here is that we don't have to wait until these beliefs get triggered to work on them. Instead, we can all be proactive about learning how we, as the malleable humans that we are, have been unconsciously trained to believe certain things and that we have the power to rise above them and release what does not serve us and the greater human good. And this means first acknowledging that we have these biases and beliefs in the first place rather than trying to prove ourselves as anti racist as much as we can. Like, what's hard to believe, and what's almost hard to admit that not a lot of us want to actually acknowledge, is that we can have anti racist thoughts and also have subconscious beliefs that are conflicting, that might actually, I don't want to say be pro-racism, but might be rooted in segregation, in separation, in seeing the differences. So contrary to popular belief, when it comes to judging someone as racist, anti-racist, pro-Black Lives Matter, not Black Lives Matter, it is not a black and white construct. There is gray area and there is a lot that we don't see underneath the iceberg okay it's not about our identity here it's not about proving a point about who we are right now it is about acknowledging that there are things underneath the surface that we have yet to uncover okay so the faster we admit that the easier it becomes to be aware of those beliefs when they come up and then to work with them. The easier it is to inquire about those beliefs and question them rather than judge them and repress them. So the same goes for other people. We can be curious about where these beliefs might come from in other people and how it might be a byproduct of their environment and the people that they have surrounded themselves with okay so we can allow ourselves to separate from the identity of our beliefs we can practice seeing others as a separate entity from their beliefs after all we're all in this journey of unlearning what is not true what is conditioned and what does not serve us and the greater good okay so number three is identifying why black lives matter why this movement why this is important to you so it's really easy to get caught up in a trend and want to prove it to the world that you support this movement and you're all for it but as we know this movement goes beyond that okay so you really need to know your why here why is this important to you what does black lives matter mean to you what does this look like to you Because when you know your why, there is so much more power and conviction behind your actions and then you can also use that energy of the universe to back you up. Okay, So number four is focus on what you want to create. And this does not mean turning your back on what's happening and facing away from the present moment. But it means to remember the future that you are striving towards, the future that you are actively working to create, what your goal is, okay? what your vision is. This is where we can reflect on what our role is in what's currently happening, where we're being called to step up, and what our vision is for the future. And we can use this vision as motivation and inspiration to take consistent action on behalf of it and turn it into a reality. So, for instance, I'm seeing a lot of entrepreneurs partner with Black owned businesses. I'm seeing fitness instructors host donation based classes. I'm seeing more art pieces and content incorporating messages of diversity and inclusion i am seeing a lot of beautiful creations coming from people's visions of a future that they want to create so this is your time to decide what is your vision will you be an educator will you be a creator will you be a guide a teacher a coach a leader an entertainer here there's not really any right or wrong answers because ultimately it is your decision to decide what you want to create and reflect on what your role is in this current reality which brings me to number five which is leading by example so if you guys haven't already i recommend listening to my first podcast episode how to be a leader during tough times this will go a lot more in depth but just as a basic overview for now this is the time okay this is the time to use your voice to share your vision and to step into that vision and i want to remind you all that it's okay if people don't agree with you it's okay if people won't follow you or won't step into your vision with you because the more you show up the more judgment you will face and that is just a fact okay the more you show up the more people will see you doing your thing the more people will have something to say about it And you might soon realize that those people who you thought were your friends on Facebook disagree with your values. You'll start to realize that not everyone shares your views on social justice and on equality and on what the future should look like. But that is the discomfort that we have to be willing to face if we truly want to step up and support the Black community. We must be willing to share what we believe in, but more importantly, take action on behalf of that. And I'm not the one to tell you what action to take or how to do it, because that is completely up to you and what is true to you as you go through the process of unlearning, relearning, and experiencing for yourself the struggles, hardships, and hopes of the Black community. Okay, so to wrap it all up, you as a spiritual savage are being called upon right now. <laughs> you are being called to step up and do what you do best, which is to do your part in creating a better future. And everything I just talked about, these are only a few ways out of plenty that we can show up for the Black Lives Matter movement even after it stops trending. And truthfully, this like this episode just barely scratches the tip of the iceberg, but it's a place That we can all start. So let me know what you guys are committed to moving forward in order to support the Black Lives Matter movement. And I would love it if you guys wanted to share what, if any, actions you'll be taking from this point forward. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode making your spiritual growth a commitment and investing in yourself. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram by searching at spiritual savage podcast. And if you also know someone who might benefit from today's episode, feel free to share it with them as well. So we can spread the spiritual savage mission to more people. I am so, so, so grateful for you. And I cannot wait to connect again. See you on the next episode.